<laughs> Yurt. What's up? What's goody? I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm like speaking like I'm like I'm high or something. I don't even know how to start this shit. I, I don't either. <laughs> I really um well first and foremost, uh welcome to my very first episode of Wallflower Talks. I am JD Wallflower and this is my friend. Yes Josh. sir. Yes sir. Yes, sir. Coming hey, to your speakers real quick. We don't know what we're gonna talk about. No, because you should have written an episode before you even fucking I don't really care. I just want to try this out. All right, it's all right, it's all right. Everything just comes in naturally. <laughs> just like just like a sunflower. <laughs> let's see here. Um, so let's see what I want to talk about. So let's talk about like, you know, this whole like what has this pandemic done? Like, for you, I know it's, like, really crappy right now, but, like, what have you been doing to help you, like, get by? I mean, honestly, I love quarantine, but I don't like the coronavirus. Like, right. the, the quarantine just has helped me get on track with my life, really. And, honestly, it's just, like, it's helped me, you know, work on my music, and it's helped me work on the stuff that I had pending, just, like, it really, it really did help me get a step further into what I want to do in life. So, I like the quarantine, but I don't like the coronavirus. If we could have coronavirus out of the equation, I would love quarantine by itself. You know, I can agree with that. Yeah, I can totally, I can definitely agree with that. Like, um, I felt like you know when. Like, I'm agreeing with you. are saying, like, I don't mind the quarantine. I just don't like the coronavirus whole, si- whole situation. But, like, you know, I've been, like, you know, doing a lot. Like, you know, I've been writing more more songs for the band. Because, you know, we haven't seen each other in, like, uh, I would say, was it been, like, almost, it's been, we're on month three now, right? Yeah. Uh, we're, we're on month, we're on, or, or month two I'm not sure. Somewhere around there. I think it's a month two. I don't want to sound stupid and be like, oh, we've been here for three months, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we've been here for like, you know, quite some time. And so like, you know, like not seeing, you know, like, you know, Alex or Yana, Mac, Zach, like, you know, like people like that. Right, like, definitely. That, like you feel that like make you like feel good and like, you know, just good vibes like all around. It kind of like sucks. At the same time, but then again, like I've been focusing more on what I'm gonna do after um, quarantine because that's all like I've been I've been thinking about. Like I already know what to do now. Like you know that's already like burned into my brain. Right. But like I, I I'm focused on like what am I gonna do after. Like you know what I mean. No, I feel that. Um. Like so, I've just been writing music. You know, I got like a, you know like a lot of songs. Actually, you were like you know on the phone with me most of the time. I was writing them, and you were helping me write those songs. Right. And you know, I sung you those songs, and you said they were great. Like the one I showed you earlier that I'm writing, that that one is actually 
well, like to me, that's more like breathtaking, right? For me, because I've I'm act like I'm not gonna say like, oh, I'm actually writing a song that I like because I like most of the songs I write. I mean, there's some songs that I wrote that I I personally don't like anymore. So like, I try to, um, I try to up like you know up that one. I feel like that's the way artists are supposed to be though. So like, you know, I write music and stuff like that. So like. Right. I never like really like a lot of the stuff that I write until it comes to like that is good. It's just like it's just my perspective. But honestly, there's there's some songs that I'm just like, holy shit, this is fucking great. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is fucking great. And then like there's other songs that they're that I'm just like, why did I write this? This really sucks. But <clears throat> at the end of the day, making good art is about making good decisions. And um, right. and making what comes from like what comes from the heart. So as long as you you follow that, you'll be making good art. Even right. even if you don't make art that suits everybody else, you make art that suits you. Right, like you know, I've been you know like when I write, I I'm always saying like I just don't want to write a song. Like I want to like like I want it to be like a work of art. Like you know, what I mean like a like a like um. Like a Mona, like the Mona Lisa, like Starry Nights, like you know what I mean. Word, like I want it to be a work of art. Now I'm not saying like, oh, I'm I want it to be as big as the Mona Lisa, as Starry Nights. I'm not saying that. Like I want it to feel when a person, I want to feel like when a person listens to it, like when this whole thing's over, we get the chords down and we record it. I want the person to feel like they're listening to art. Like, not necessarily music. I want them to feel like they're listening to art. Like, I want them to be like, wow, they actually put in the time and effort into this song. Right. And I want and I want more. That's valid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think, like, you know, I like to think outside the box. Like, kind of, like, I'm like, oh, well personally like i already know like what i want to do like i start off small like i want to be you know i want to play in like you know a couple places here in rochester you know to to uh to start off and then um you know i want to make an ep i want to release that ep i want to keep promoting that ep and then make another EP on top of that. Right. And then when we have like two EPs, I would like to make a record. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like, cause like, I, I want to see the world. Man. Right. But you can't release those I, I back to back. You gotta. No, no, no. I'm not saying I'm gonna you gotta make them, them back wait. to back. You gotta make them wait. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, I'm not gonna like release like two EPs back to back. No, I'm gonna give them one. We're gonna wait probably like about a year. Or maybe even oh uh, yeah, but like body. I feel like I feel like if you're doing EPs, I feel like if you're doing EPs, just have them wait six months. Like you can release you can release two EPs. You can release two EPs a year and one album a year. That's basically how how I like to do it. You know what I mean? Like like how I would like I I would like to do it. Um, I'm gonna release either two EPs a year. Or I'm gonna release an album a year. It just depends yeah. on you know what I write, 
and it just depends on what I feel like doing. But for EPs, since it's shorter, you wait a shorter time for you to release another thing. Right, right, right. But, like, at the same time, though, like, I feel... <coughs> well, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say that one, actually. I got something there. I got something else I need to say. Um, you know, from a standpoint of when I was about probably... Uh, I won't say 15, probably 15. Like 15, when I realized like I wanted to do music, like I just like are like I I knew at that point because like I was so involved with it, like you know just like listening to it and then also trying to like write it. I was just like, this is something I want to do, and I want to be like in like you know bands and stuff, and like you know tour the world, see a lot of things. And, you know, and you're not going to have, like, a lot of people that back you up on that. Right. You know, because a lot of people are very, very, like, you know, are very doubtful. Because, you know, they're doubtful of of themselves. Like, you know, so, like, if you go to a person, right? Like, say, like, say I'm you, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, like, oh, yo, I'm yes, sir. I'm a rochester like you know rapper and stuff right. like you know like you know i'm about to be i'm about, I'm about to be mm. big like blah, 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 like what i want to do for like you know like kind of like the rest of my life like you right. know what i mean and it's someone tells you that oh you're gonna be a rapper that's what you want to do for the rest of your life like why can't you like think you know realistic like those are the type of people that I like, I I hate like, and I can genuinely say that, I I can say that like I, I I hate those kind of people. I think that's just the entirety of the human race is always going to be judgmental about something that they do understand, right? Or that they cannot like fathom that they can do. So like they just just pe- like they judge people that are trying to do it and are doing it just because they cannot do it, and just because they think it's unethical right. that they like that you're doing this thing and you're not thinking about like financial stability or anything like that, which is not true because at the end of the day, any artist is talking, any artist that's making music right now is thinking about financial stability and, um, but they're more like, they just want to make more, like they just want to make art. That's what's really in their brain. That's what they're thinking. They're thinking more about making art than making money. So, exactly, and like, you know, the other thing about it is, it's that making music, like, like you know, bands and artists that make music, it's not like oh they're making music. Like this is a job. Uh-huh. Like this is an actual Word. job. Like this is just as important as any other nine to five job jobs. But the difference is, is that they're on the road. 365 days a year, right? Like, like 365 days a year, um, 24-7. They're always on the road. Right. And then, you know, they're home for, like, probably, what, like a week, two weeks? And then after that, they probably do, like, uh, they, they go 
they're like a supporting band for like another band's <laughs> tour and they go on tour with them for like what like a month three months and then they come back home they don't even have time to relax they immediately go to the studio and make another record. right they have to and that's... that takes and that, and that takes longer because you got to get it like because it depends on how because like you know they they record a lot of songs and some of the songs won't make the mm-hmm. album so i like, say like you had like um <clears throat> fifth, like 15 songs right already written up you record those 15 songs and when you record those 15 songs they are mixed and they you have a listening party you listen to them and then you decide like okay what's gonna make the album what's not gonna make the album because if it doesn't make the album it'll possibly make the next one so they have like 10 songs so the first album does good so like, oh okay let's do it so let's re-release the album but let's make it the deluxe edition so we have extra songs that we didn't record like you know what i mean Right. So that's exactly what I'm doing with my first EP. I'm releasing my right. my EP, four songs, and then I'm putting two more songs over there and then I'm making the like it's it's I'm making the deluxe edition. The only reason I'm only doing four songs on it is because those four songs are already recorded and done with. And uh Is Aston gonna yeah, be on it? Yeah. Aston's definitely oh, cool. gonna be on it. Um but uh like I said, those are definitely like they're they're already recorded, they're already done. They are to my liking. So I'm gonna post those four songs first so I can have everybody get a taste of what I'm I'm making as a musician, you know? So Right. And then after that I'm gonna do the deluxe edition which has and it has like songs that are a little bit more different than what I normally do. Right. From what, yeah, from what, from what you, from what you showed me every time we like right around together, like you always, like you see that's that's the thing I like, you know, I I like about our 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 friendship is that like you know we are both musical mm-hmm. artists, so like before like anyone listens to to anything, and I have another friend, um, I'm not sure if you heard him, he's like another Rochester uh, artist, his name's Current Flow, and I went. To oh high yeah, I know Current Flow, and he's. A, yeah, current flow. Like, yeah, he's he's been my friend since um since seventh grade. So you know, like when he started doing rap, like his like I was listening to it, and I actually vibed with his music. You know, like I have like his like I think I have like his um his his music on my phone. I listen to it sometimes. And you know, like one day this was like I believe like a year ago when he was going to college with me before he left. He um he had played most of the songs before like you know he released them to me right so like you know and that was like really really cool and also you do the same thing like you showed me your songs before you actually released them and you showed me even even before they were even like you know done like even if you just had the hook you still wrap the parts that you need to add it into the the music always so like you know and then, you know, that, that one time when we were, like, when we were hanging out more, because, you know, me and you went to college <laughs> together, and we saw each other every day. So, like, you know, we were hanging out, like, every single day. It like, was we, like an everyday we, thing, actually. I said it was what? like an everyday thing. Yeah. You're right. It, it, yeah, it was an everything day. 
everything like every type of day whatever we were always together like you know we're mm-hmm. inseparable so like you know and it was always like you know we would we would eat together we would you know chill in the same spots together or- and we would all, we would drive together like you know we would like we would ride in my car together like Definitely. every day and i i remember when you know i was experimenting with music so i was like let me try let me try like the the rap thing out let me see what like what the hype is about and see if it's for me like you know what i mean right i remember so, we both I know remember that. we both know that wasn't the case i remember that vividly because i kept trying to teach you <laughs> like that 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 was really like why we were hanging out so much i was trying to teach you the most that i could about you know music and, and rapping and just like cadence and flow and all right. of that stuff and so- that goes into rapping and that goes into you know making rap music so we uh we tried it we tried it. We weren't successful, but <laughs> I feel like we got a, a a nice little song that came out of it. Yeah, we got we we got we got a nice little song out of it. Like, cause I, I remember that I remember this like it was yesterday. We were in the car and we were listening to um uh, Patsu mm-hmm. on my phone. And we were listening to Lo-Fi and Patsu because I made a playlist and we were listening to it. And there was this one beat that you know, always like, you know, mm-hmm. stuck with me and it was, and it was, uh, the beat, um, moon glow. Right. And so like, I, I came up with the hook, like way, like way beforehand I came up with, with the hook and you know, you were like, Oh, that's good. Let's and then I, yeah. Record, and then I changed it. That. I changed it. And then I, um, yeah. I recorded my, my little, um, rendition of the hook and that's what became, right. you know, the starting point of moon glow. Which I, I really I really like that song just because you know yeah it was the first it was the first song that you ever recorded it took us a long time because you kept fucking oh, yeah. up Jesus like it, it was so bad I was <laughs> dude I was nervous you were nervous I get it but like I re- I vividly remember this day like we were at the studio and we were at uh we were with. TC. We were, we were, we were in, with TC and no, Jamar. We were, in your, we were in your living room. No, we were at the... Yeah, we were. We, we were in your living room. We were in TC's studio when, like, when you were doing that, that rap situation. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I remember we were oh, with... Yeah. yeah, we were with Nito, Jamar, and um, TC. No, 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 no. No, no, no. See, when we recorded Moonglow, we were in your living yeah, yeah, yeah. Room but that was that was just recording. I was just recording my my part, yeah, and then we recorded that. And then, and then you then, tried, then, and it wasn't successful. So we went this the second day. We went. No, we went. No, then it was like December when we did it, and then after that, we went to we we released it in uh in. In February, like February fourteenth, that's when, like the rough copy was released on SoundCloud. Right. And then after that, after that, we <clears> record, <throat> we re-recorded it, but we never released it. I feel like we should have re- released that one because that one sounded so much better. 
<clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. So um, that day though, that was the day that I vividly remember because it was so funny. Um, it was Nito and it was TC. Oh yeah, we remember. And we were. <laughs> he says so like disappeared. <laughs> but. Oh man, that was so. You were doing like, you so were doing fun. so bad in your in your verse that is not even funny. Like we were, it was. We were just fun. like, Jesus, is this ever gonna work? And then like you did a good take, and I was like, holy shit, okay, cool, right. But I feel like you have more of a natural feel to the stuff that you're doing now as a band with uh, She Is Paris than you did with rap music ever. You know what I mean? Like, But you know what's <clears throat> crazy, though? Is after that good take, when I was driving you home and we were talking, like, in the car, <clears throat> I said, I don't think I want to do this Word. anymore. I remember that. After, like, a- after, after a good take. So I was just like, um... Like, let's go down, like, you know, let's go down, like, the, hmm. the, the period real quick. So we did, we did the, 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 the right. rapping. It didn't really work out in my favor. We did one good take. So therefore it was kind of working out in my favor. But then the day it happened, like the day we got that one good take, we were in the car. I said, I don't think this is for me. This is more of your gig than it right. is mine. I don't feel natural. I do remember this. that. So, I do remember you saying that. that because I was like, I mean, if you don't, it, if you don't feel like you want to do this, then, and you want to venture into something else, that you definitely should. Just because, like, you don't want to be doing something that you don't like doing, like, it's not your passion. So it's it's gonna feel more right. like work than it than it does if you're doing something that you like. Right, and then <laughs> after that ended. Um, came in uh, uh, Crescent Wallflower when, when that came in. That came in in June. Right. And, mm-hmm. I, and I was writing stuff for Crescent Wallflower, which was like a solo project that, you know, that's that's still like, you know, somewhat there, but like at the same time, it's not because I'm so focused with She Is Paris before anything. Right. And um, hold on one second. Um, here's... Uh, so we were like so um i was writing stuff for crescent wallflower and i was writing a lot more for crescent wallflower versus when i was writing for the rapping stuff i was writing a lot more when it came to that stuff and then when it came to crescent wallflower then my um my surgery happened in last year so which was a really big setback for me and music Mm -hmm. So all I could really do was just heal and write. That's all I could really do. I couldn't drive anywhere. I couldn't go to the studio to go record these songs that I uh, that I that I wrote, and I was really really excited for. But I do feel I, I do feel like and I couldn't do. I that. do feel like it wasn't really much of a setback, just because you do you were writing. So at the end of the day, you were making music without having to record it but like you was you still have those in your repertoire so at the end of the day you could really like you could record them at any time but i feel like it's not a setback just because you did do work on music while you were healing just 
Right. The setback really would be not being able to record it, but like the whole thing wasn't I don't think it was a setback just because um I feel like you still did collaborate to your like your music. You know what I mean? Like you were writing and stuff like that. So I don't feel like it was a uh, like a waste of a time if right as right. it would have been if you weren't writing. You know what I mean? So and right. <clears throat> and and then like you know, but also like that that summer was, you know, not not the best summer for me in like you know 2018. It was not the best summer for me. Why? Cuz I was on crutches the whole entire summer. Right. And you know, the the and I was I was also in a really dark period. And, and and like in that point, I was in a really really dark period, and you know I I stopped writing, and I was gonna start a band with one of my friends, but I I gave up on that, and I just I felt like you know the the music left me, right? So I, that's like you know I, I'm pretty sure every artist had that feeling where a period where the where they thought the music left them. So, like, you know, I, I didn't know where, what, like, you know, what to do at that point. So, like, you know, I turned to, I, I was listening to music one night, and I was just, like, listening to, like, one of my favorite bands that you know, I was listening to the 1975. Right. And, you know, I, I got a, a major feel of the 1975 vibe with that. And, you know, it kind of inspired me to pick up writing again. And when I did pick up the writing again, I um, was gonna still do the the whole the whole solo right. act at the time. I was gonna do the whole solo act still, but then you know Alex came to the picture uh, like again because you know me and Alex have been best friends for right. like a while, and you know Alex was teaching me how to play guitar, and then I pitched the idea. I was like, "Yo, how good of an idea would it be if we started a band?" And he was like. Yeah, yeah, that'll be down. Now, I didn't think like, oh, like I, I don't, I wasn't thinking like negative about it, like, oh, like this isn't really gonna go anywhere. It's just two guys in a basement, just like playing guitar and doing nothing. Right. And then you came, and then you came in. And then we were like chasing prospects for like a couple months, mm-hmm. and you had to go back to school. But then you know, I realized that you know you still had your yes sir yeah. shit you had to do. And you know you were already deep. In oh yeah, that. and I was I, I, like, you were already yeah, set yeah, for that. And you know, like, <clears throat> and me and Alex wanted to get back to practice, and we did. And we brought Mac in. Mac joined the band, and you know, it was me, him, and Mac for like a good couple weeks. And we then I I pitched the idea of bringing in Zach because he was a bass player, and he um. He came in for one of the practices. We uh, rehearsed the song "American Girl" by Tom Petty. I have the video on my phone too, and I watch it, and we nailed it. Like you know, that was that. That's that. That's the dream team, right? Right there. That was the. That was the whole dream right. team. And then that got brought in, and then you know we were still chasing prospects at the time, but then we changed the name to "She Is Paris," right? Because you know. It fit. It is. It doesn't only fit well, but like you know, the reason I changed, like not necessarily I, but like you know, but I did come up with the name. I won't hold that. Um, 
but like you know they agreed said it was a great name and we should use it the reason i chose she is paris is because you know it felt like it felt like home like you know like music is i i depict woman uh, a woman i depict music <laughs> as a woman <laughs> that was so stupid i, I was the thought i depict music as a beautiful woman but what else could i use for beautiful uh, so I, I depict music as Paris. So therefore, she is Paris. Because music makes, makes it feel like you're in Paris. Right. Because you just close your eyes and listen to a song. And you just Like feel, you're in another you place. No, I get, I get that. You're, you're, you're in another place. So that's like the point like I'm trying to like, you know, put with our band is that I want people to feel like they're in another place. Like I'm talking like right now, I'm actually looking into using synthesizers oh word i'm looking into that i i was like <coughs> i want to use synthesizers that's fine and, and i think and uh, that that would be like so fun for me like i would totally enjoy that for like ever in my life and i was like you know i i feel like if I had to pick inspirations for why I'm doing this. I would say myself because it's something I always wanted to do. Um, I would say my family because my family's backing me up on this. Right. And, you know, I got to thank Alex for this, Mac and Zach for helping me do this. I would thank you for doing this. And I would also like to thank, like, you know, the 1975 because they, you know, they inspire me. Like, people don't really get that is like i was like why do you listen to the 1975 so much i'm like because they're like one of my favorite like top tier bands like they are number one in my book all right listen since we're talking about favorite bands bro we still have to talk about last dinosaurs just because you know i put you on i put you on they're they're on that list they're They're my first they're my top tier i definitely they're my top tier it's the 1975. It's David Bowie. It's young. It's Young Blood, Machine Gun Kelly, Last Dinosaurs, um, Slow Dive, Wallows, and uh, All American Rejects. Oh, everyone tends to forget about All American Rejects. Do you yeah, realize that? honestly, like everyone forgets about All American. Like, yo, All American Rejects was that they used to be. Yeah, of, like the early of the early 2000s like they were that band like no one like i'm pretty sure like you know like if, have you ever heard their song yeah. called the last song i think it came out like in 2000 that's like one of my favorite songs i'm pretty sure no one remembers that song like at all and it's such it is a great, great song, song but um their music their music is really timeless just because um I still listen to, you know, Gives You Hell, like, all the time. I love that song. Oh, right, right. I love that song so much. And, like, it's not just generic. Like, I just, like, I, I listen to their I listen to their music a lot. But, um. I, I played you one yeah. of their new, yeah, you their did. new songs. Yeah, you did. I don't think you I remember. realized it. I, yeah, it was a good song. It was, it was a good, a good song. song. Oh, my, oh, my, like. It didn't come out like this year, but it came out I think like a year or two ago. And like when I first heard it, I was like, "Oh my god, they're back!" Like it's like, like you know, I love All American Rejects, 
and the reason I do is because my my older brother, uh, AJ, he um he had I he had one of their albums which would had like you know move. I along, love that song. Um, it it and I dirty seek uh dirty seek dirty little secret mm-hmm. um swing and like you know stuff like that. He I love that, that album. album. I love that album um, a lot. That's like my favorite album it, from there. Uh, from their repertoire. Right. Right, and then you know, uh, he had it, and you know, I had like you know, I was like probably like right. eight years old, I think, and you know, and you know, like I had my little uh, my little cars, like you know, CD, little city, right, right, player, like Disney <laughs> <laughs> and I remember uh, we were walking, and I remember I would like I would listen I would listen to it, and you know, it was like it, it was. Uh, and it was an album that you know that's a part of my childhood and you know he had he also put me on the Linkin Park shit I started listening to all of these bands because of MTV when MTV was a thing (laughs) remember remember MTV yeah (laughs) when they when they used to play the music videos they used to play the music videos they used to play um in the end a lot they used to play uh gorillas they used to play feel good a lot that that was the first song that I ever heard by the gorillas that was, that MTV. was MTV, that was and MTV. then like they they got me into Nirvana just, and stuff like just, that, you know. So like, is right. mostly mostly why they I was like into like <laughs> other types of music, like is when they would play rock music in their in their music video stuff. But um, that kind of that kind of like it kind of shaped the the music the music taste that I have today. Just because I was always listening to something different. Because MTV didn't have just right. one type of music. Now it's just pop music and like fucking rap music and shit like that. But like before that. I mean, some of the pop music I agree. today. I agree. They, I agree. Really good. But I'm saying like. Like Harry Styles. Like Harry Styles new album was so good. I heard it. So good. It oh my gosh, dude! It's like it's really really good. Yeah, I've not heard that. Like the only like, like I never listened. I never listened to like the only one, thing. The like, only thing that I've heard. The only thing that I've heard now. about any member of One Direction is that they're coming. They're probably coming back for their anniversary. That's it. Like yo, like dude, like I, I'll I'll be honest about this. Like if you ask me, like. Probably seven or eight years ago, if I would listen to One Direction, I would be like, "Hell no, I would not listen to One Direction." But if you <laughs> ask me now, if I listen to One Direction, I would be like, yeah, "I still wouldn't." I would. Honestly, I, would. I still wouldn't. I, I would. I would. They, they they got some they they got some good songs though. Like some of them are really good. But like you know, I I just I think the reason I didn't like One Direction is because you know. Being like uh, you know in your early teens, like thirteen, fourteen years old, and going, being in seventh grade with a bunch of girls who who uh, just would not stop talking about uh, One Direction, it, it would get, it, it would get you mad. <laughs> but like you know, and also and also I was going through like an email I thing, hated their so music. I mean, <laughs> I still do. I don't like their music like at all. 
you know, did you know that um I think I think this is like a fact or not. I'm not sure. I gotta look it back up. Uh Maddie Healy from nineteen seventy five actually wrote most of the songs for uh That's insane One Direction. Maybe not like you know earlier stuff. Maybe like because the night because like yo the nineteen seventy five like their first album I think came out when I was in right seventh grade. That's when I heard of the nineteen seventy five, but I never like you know listened to them until I was like a junior in high school. We were playing like we were playing like Guitar Hero or something like that, and um, my friend my well my former friend played she was like oh you might like this song so mm-hmm. and it was girls that was the first song like i've ever heard by the nineteen seventy five, which is okay because i'm like yeah it's, it's 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 a good song it's like one of their most like upbeat like you know poppy songs and then like you know i was like listening to more and i discovered you know chocolate somebody else change of heart the um, first song the first song that really got me into the 1975 because i i didn't know about them um, my friend that I went to high school with, her name is Summer. She used to listen to a lot of 1975. Um, and my friend Genesis, like I haven't, I haven't talked to her since like high school, but there's, um, there's this girl, her name was Genesis and she used to listen to a lot of the 1975. And, um, right. but the first song that really, really got me into, into the 1975 was, ugh. You is you. my favorite song. Ugh was the one that really got oh. me into it. Yeah. Like oh like that will immediately like hook you from It's like, just uh, it's it's such a funky song right. and it's so great. It's such a great song. Oh no, no, love no, love me. No, no, no. Love me. She she way out it is like is like you know i feel like i feel like it like, just makes you want to dance like it's just like oh no i still i still dance to uh like it's such a good fun. song like that song it's such a great song like their new actually their new album um notes on a conditional form i think comes out in like two weeks and they released um a couple, a few songs from uh, that album. You know, they got their intro, uh, the 1975, but it's not like, you know, your regular 1975 intro, like when right. you're from the first two albums. It's it's different. It's very, very different. It's um, it's actually, you know that, I'm not sure if you know, but it was that girl from, that that little girl who, who's been talking about right. climate change. She's actually on the intro to that's really cool the new album notes on a conditional form. That's yeah, and you know they got the song "People," which is a very which is uh, a very punk song, which is I really do enjoy. "Frail State of Mind," I can relate to. I love that song. Um, "Me and You Together" song, which was released two like I think like two days mm. before my birthday, a really great song. <clears throat> Um, I can't remember the birthday party song. That was really good. Very right. different. Very mellow. Very chill. Um, and uh, Jesus Christ something 2005. I didn't listen to that one yet. I- I'm waiting to like for the whole album to come out so I can actually listen to it like through and through without it being. On you know shuffle. what I really like right now? Like, 
What? Humano Garden by The Last Dinosaurs. That was such a good yeah, album. That was a good one. My uh-huh. Did you uh did you hear did you hear um and the uh, hold on, let me finish real quick. And their their uh their newest song that actually mm-hmm. just released uh, if you're too shy, let me know. Now, let me tell you something about that, guys, buddy. Like, that song is, I don't want to say, is their, it's their most pop, popular song right now. And it's the song that's, pro, that most likely just kicked off Summer. I agree. I can agree. Like, it's, it's really catchy. Like I learned that song like within the hour, and you can't help but dance like you know dance to that song. And you know, like they just they just do a lot. Like you know, like Last Dinosaur, like Last Dinosaur just released a new song like called uh, Flying. What was it called Flying? Yeah, like that that song was really really good. And that, it, it gave, it, you know, it, uh, like, Last Dinosaur is never I point, agree. Especially, like, <clears throat> like, FMU and, mm. you know, their last album before, yeah. the album before yeah. that. I love that album so much. Just, like, overall, like, The Last Dinosaurs are so good. The only, um, I really like Wellness and In a Million Years were one of my favorite albums when they came out. Like, 2012 was... not nah, actually, like, 2014 was when I first started listening to to The Last Dinosaurs. And, um... They took... They they had, they had in a million years out since 2012. And when I found out in, tw- in 2014, I got hooked. And then in 2015, they released Wellness, which was an amazing album. It was such a good, like, it was such a good album. And then, um, Zoom, my favorite song by them, and will always be my favorite song by them. It's like, then it got into, into the, um, Need for Speed world. And they put it in the, in Most Wanted, the, the, the sequel, I think, or something like that, or the remake or something like that of Need for Speed Most Wanted. And that was like a holy shift moment for me because it's always been such a it's always been such an underground band and to see that they were getting recognition kind of like blew me out of the water because I was like oh my god it's like my little band and I'm so protective of it because they're so good but like <clears throat> I'm protective of the 1975 right. but the 1975 has a like worldwide audience. I'm talking about Last Dinosaurs like, barely you know, has I, like I thirty thousand views. Like, like exactly. It's it's still a small band, but like they were gaining recognition, and I was just like, oh my god, how are, like this was like my little my little gem, my little hidden gem, and everybody's like now figuring out about it. Like they should be I bigger agree. than I agree. What they already are because they're such a good band. Like. They'd never drop the bad song. Honestly, every every song never that I hear from them, I listen to it all the time. Like 
every album that I right. every album that I that I listen to them, I can listen to it through and through every time and not have to skip any others any song. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so um yeah. Um another band that's like that is um Phoenix for me. It's Phoenix. It's such a good band. Oh my god. Do you not have anything to say about Phoenix? I heard a couple songs by Phoenix. Yeah, I tried to put you, you on. showed me. I, I what? Just get into it's, it's such like they're so bad. Man. I mean, they're still on my phone. Like, nah, honestly, shot, you like. should just because like they have they have really good albums. Like United and like they they dropped it in two thousand. It has really good songs. It's never been like that in two thousand six. Alphabetical in two thousand four. Um. Wolfgang Amadeus right. has like is my favorite album by them. It's such a good album. Um it's just like it's such a good album. The soundtrack of it like it's so different. Like also, there's only like probably like five or six songs on there, but like they're all so hitting like they hit. And then like they they released Bankrupt, which was a good album too. It had a couple. It had a couple good songs right. too. Like none of their songs were like skippable. They're all like super tech, like technologic, and like they like all these synths, and it's so beautiful. And then their newest album came out in 2017. It was just like three years ago, but it's still like such a good. Like it's still such a good album. Like it's called. It's called the Amo. It's it's. Uh, I have that yeah, album. It's a good album. Um, also, let's talk about, let's talk about our boy, um, Machine Gun Kelly. Dude, MGK okay. has so been going released, crazy lately. Like, he really, he released his new album, <laughs> Hotel Diablo, last, mm-hmm. last summer. And now he's on his way to make a pop punk album. With? Uh-huh. That's dropping this summer. That's dropping this summer. He released two songs from it already. The first song, um, "Why Are You Here," which is really, really good. Then he just released his newest song, uh, "Bloody Valentine," which I can never. But you know what I really to. love about it is that he's using a pop punk drummer, Travis Barker from Blink One Eighty Two. Exactly. They're always going to be one of my favorite bands. Blink One Eighty Two is always going to be one of my favorite bands, and Travis Barker is always going to be one of my favorite drummers, just because. He's so good. Like he's such a good drummer, and people overlook him just because you know Blink One Eighty Two is such a unit. But people overlook his drumming skills. So now he just you know. Right. I love when he, when he collabs with other artists and stuff like that because he did um, he did songs with Young Blood. He did songs with MGK. He's also done songs with like somebody that I really like. It's called Lil Aaron. That I really like. Um. Right. Josiah did a song with him, and like it is, he just has such a versatility with with drumming that I don't understand how he gets overlooked. But like right now, I feel like everybody's taking notice just because like all the stuff that he's been like that he's been throwing with artists is really good. Right, right, and then like also you gotta like you know, I feel like <clears throat> when. 
I was listening to Machine Gun Kelly. Like, you know, when the first song I heard by Machine Gun Kelly was uh mm-hmm. was Wild Boy, obviously. That's what we like, first came out. First came like first came out to the world, but right. he had stuff out beforehand. And then, you know uh I, I fell off with him in my eighth grade year, I fell off with him. Then he did a song with uh Kellen Quinn of Sleeper Siren, Swing Life Away, their own version of Swing Life Away. Which was um already a song that was already made, but it was uh Machine Gun Kelly's own like, right. you know reimagination tying into his life. And um I like I like that he then did I that song with Kelly Quinn. <laughs> like Swing Life Away was such a good song. Because they, they did a song because <laughs> they did a song together for right. Sirens album alone. That was which also was really good. dope. I was like, wait, that was why? also really good. Um I like I like both of them. Like both songs that they did together were really yeah. good. And I feel like it should have like it like it should have went into an album. Maybe. Right. And and then um I I, uh, I fell off with him again after that. And like you know, my sophomore year of high school, he released uh, General Admission, and the first song I heard was Alpha Omega, and I had to immediately learn that song because he does he starts speeding up when he ra- when he raps in one of the verses, and I right. got that down pat. And then, and then um, you know he uh, he didn't really release anything. Uh, after that, you know, it was, just, it was it was a general admission era for like a little bit. Then he released Bloom, mm-hmm. which came out in my junior year, and he did a sequel to Alpha Omega called The Gunner, The Gunner. And then he did the song Twenty Seven, which is a dedication to those who passed away due to uh, the the controversial Twenty uh, Sevens mm-hmm. Club. Um, he did a song called At My Best with a, I, f- I forgot her name. Um, I, it'll come to me soon. Then he, he did Bad Things after that and he released a song <laughs> called Habits, Habit, and, uh, the breakup song, which is actually <laughs> my hype song. <laughs> so then that was, that was the in bloom right. era for everybody. Oh yeah, let um let let you girl let me go, which is one of the rock songs I think he actually mm-hmm. did fully on one of his very few of his albums, and then you know that was the in bloom era, and then let's talk about the uh the Machine Gun Kelly versus Eminem era. Jesus, let's bring Grab the back up. So. Grab- for anyone, for anyone who may know, uh, Eminem came out with a surprise album called uh, Kamikaze, <clears throat> and he made a diss track about a lot of rappers, mostly. And Machine Gun Kelly was one of them. And I didn't sit too well with Machine Gun Kelly, so rap a couple months go by, uh, Rap Devil came out. I personally rap Devil was rap fire. Devil. <laughs> I will not. It was fire. But I don't you think know, like, I don't know. think this I still don't think this song should have a a chorus. I don't think they should have a hook. Like coming from a rapper's uh perspective, I I don't think this this track should have a hook. But he he did it he did it and it sounded good. Yeah, no. But like I feel like it was just like just. Right. 
he, could, he, got, <clears throat> he, he got away with it. He but I feel like it was it. just like to generate more views. It just sounded so much like so much more generic with a with a right. hook on it, which is not really you know where like. And then you know when he released Rap Devil, that one popped off pretty quickly. <laughs> then you know we didn't hear we didn't hear anything from Eminem for like a couple months. Then he released Killshot. I listened to Killshot. I liked Killshot, but <laughs> I personally said that I don't think Eminem had it because if you listen to Killshot and Rap Devil like side by side, you can hear Machine Gun Kelly just speaking like you know the facts of what he was going through with <laughs> Eminem tied into it. But Eminem did, like, Killshot was crazy, though. Killshot was crazy, but Killshot was just nothing but joke. You know, jokes yeah. and cheap shots, pretty much. But at the end of the day, at the end it of the day, crazy, though. it doesn't matter what you dis- what, what you dis a person with. Because, like, even in battle rap, you, you have jokes and you have hard-hitting, you know, punches. But they still hit right. just as hard, even if it's just jokes. Right. I felt like when Killshot got released, people were, like, very much <clears throat> over-exaggerating it. <clears throat> like, oh, he, he killed Machine Gun Clutch's career. His career is done. His career is over. Um, no, no, it, it's it's not. It's not over. It, it's it's not over because like personally, Machine Gun Kelly is he a is. good rapper. A, I agree. A good artist. And, I feel like know, his versatility Eminem, got the best of it, just because he's such a versatile yeah. artist. Eminem really does one thing. Eminem just really does one thing, and that was, and that was the thing. It was <clears> real. It was just kind of like you know, it's kind of repetitive. <clears> like you know what I mean? I don't know. For me, I mean, I love Eminem. Like, I listen to like his his music still, but like personally, like the whole, just, just that point. I feel like it's just. I feel like it's more entertaining when you have more stuff that you could listen to. Like, I don't, I don't listen to Eminem a lot, just because like he he always does the same stuff and all he does is fast rap and that's it. Like, bust even like even with like fast like fast rappers like Buster Rhymes and shit like that, he still does different stuff. And it's not like he's always just rapping fast. That's not his gimmick. Which like I mean it kinda was, but like he, he does other stuff other than just rapping fast. You know what I mean? Eminem just raps fast. That's his gimmick. Like I I understand that he reads right. the dictionary for breakfast, but like come on bro. Come on bro. <laughs> just do something different. Come on man. Like and then everybody's just like right. on his dick. Like it's just like everybody's just like, oh Eminem's the best rapper alive, this and this and that. Like I'm just like, no, bro. Like it's it's not even like I said, just because he eats the dictionary for breakfast doesn't mean he's the best at everything. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. Like that's just how like I, I still I still pay homage like, were... you know, because I, I have to. I have to. Like he he's a good rapper. He's a great rapper. Yeah. Um, he he was very. Of course he is. Of course he is. Um, but I'm not gonna say that his new stuff hits me as much as you know Slim Shady era when he was doing you know Stan and the song Godzilla huh? hit. So. 
The song Godzilla it, yeah. does it, though. But, like, I'm saying, like, that was something different that he did. If he started doing more different stuff other than rapping fast, like he's been doing for the past couple years, or the past, like, four years, he could be mm-hmm. as big as he was when he was doing Slim Shady. <clears throat> or or right. B12 when he was with uh with Dre and the band and everything like that. Like that that was a good era for for Eminem. But now he's just being repetitive and doing all the generic stuff. <clears throat> right. And I don't even like you know, I don't even listen to rap like that because, you know, it's just something like, you know, I'm not very like uh like fond right. anymore. Because you know it's it's not my uh my my gimmick or anything like I don't I don't judge people who listen to it I really don't you right. can listen to whatever you want but like still <laughs> at the same time like if there was like only like few rappers like I actually listen to like I listen to Machine Gun Kelly I listen to Lil Peep I listen to Juice World still and you know I, I actually stopped um listening to X but that didn't make me you know stop being a Mm-hmm. a fan of his like you know i'm still a huge fan of x and uh ski master slim god i don't really listen to him like that anymore but you know i'm still a fan of his music and i can you know i can gamble with that like you know if, if i'm like out somewhere and someone's playing ski mask i'm like yo let's do it all right but so let, let's do it i can listen to ski mask and you know but it's just nowadays just rap to me just lost its feel i don't think so you know I, some of some of this stuff. Honestly, I don't think so. Some I don't think it. so. Not all of it. Like that's that's my my genre. Like my like my expertise is in the genre of rap. I feel like the stuff that you see generally in the public sometimes like that could that could like dim your view on stuff. But I listen to stuff like you know like Griselda right now, like and and stuff like that. Griselda is so fire and they just came straight from Buffalo like doing like this New York heavy fucking extra shit. Got signed to JC and Eminem and they're just killing it right now. And there's other rappers like even here in the city, MF Scum, Shy the Realist, um, Niggas I Rap, Jakai. Jakai is a fire rapper. Like I, Mike Ramsey, like you know what I'm saying? Me, I feel like. Oh no 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 no! I'm not saying like you know, all like I lost. No, I'm saying in it. I'm, I'm know. just saying like you know, I know. rappers that still I'm just play. saying though, like like you know, I like I like your music, I like <clears throat> Ramsey's music, like you know, I support what you what you guys do, right? Like I will always support what you guys do, like bro. That thing Ramsey did with Jakai, bro. When I found out Jakai could rap. That I still listen to that like that. That's right, that but I'm just saying like you're saying um that rap lost its touch just because of the stuff that you hear, but like it's just generic stuff, like the stuff that's underground and the stuff that like not a lot of people listen to are still going extra heavy. It's just like whatever you see at the top, people usually you know judge, but I feel like there's way more. Like on the inside, it's like an iceberg. You only see the tip of the iceberg, but everything else is under the water. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like 
that's why you think rap lots is touch because you only see the stuff that's on top just because you're not like you know deeply invested into rap anymore but i feel like rap definitely definitely has a shot of you know keeping it up it's like you know if people really like go back to the roots and just like start killing shit like they used to you know what i mean right <laughs> right 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 um all right let's see let's see we've been on here for like a minute it's great <laughs> i love this um let's see um let's let's talk about um, all right so, so i have to i have to talk about something real no... quick because we we spent like 20 minutes talking about mgk yeah go for it but we got to talk about my roots you know what i'm saying like mgk MGK is like something. Yeah. My yeah, roots. What is, yeah, what are your roots? We have to talk about Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is insane right now. Insane so, yeah, right I've now. Been hearing, yeah. That new album, Yo, Yo Hago Lo Que Me Da La Gana, is such a good album. It's 20 straight hits. 20 hits. Like, just back to back. It's fucking crazy. Like, nobody's ever done numbers like that before. Especially a, a Latino artist. You know what I mean? It's insane. <clears throat> right. And I feel like it's it's been putting, you know, my type of heritage on the map. And that's what I like to see. You know what I mean? Because, like, usually, like, reggaeton is not that, you know, that accepted in, in like, the U.S. and stuff like that and, and other parts of the world. But I feel like it's getting a lot more high now. Which I really, really love. And Bad Bunny, people like Bad Bunny and J Balvin and stuff like that, like they've been doing really, really good shit for my type of genre too. Cause like they they also rap, you know what I mean? Like it's just like but they just rap in other type of beats. Like it I really like that. Right. And um yeah, that that's all I have to say about that. I just have to, you know, put that out there because, like, really, one of the biggest artists in the world, and nobody's really talking about him. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like, you know, <clears throat> I, I don't, I don't like that about sometimes, like how there's like so many big artists in the world and nobody's talking about it. Like, I'm pretty sure if you ever, ever have you ever heard yes. a rapper called Token? So underrated. <clears throat> I mean, he's getting millions of views, and he like he's been getting. You know, he's he's in the eye of the public. I don't think he's underrated. I feel like people put him to a like to a place where he he should definitely like be over it. But I don't think he's like super underrated. I feel like he's still getting his views. He's still getting. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he's not listened to as much right now. But he he's not underrated. He's still getting his views. I feel like people that really really mess with him still really really mess with him. You know what I'm saying? Right. And oh man, crap. Oh, I was gonna say something, but oh yeah, we were gonna like switch the topic for like a little bit. Then we we're gonna like head for the hills after this. Um. All right, this one might be 
you know, this this one right here is it's gonna be like uh, a little a little personal, so you can I add on to this if you want to. So okay. We I, I feel like personally, you know, me as a person, artist, and like, you know, just overall that is like, you know, people expect me to be like, you know, other, like other people. If you get if you yeah. catch my drift what I'm saying. <laughs> I, okay. I didn't really know how to start that off. I know exactly but, what um, you mean. It's like People compare you to the other people, or people want you. No, no, no. Because like, no, this, no, this has happened to me before. Like, people compare you to other people, and then when you don't do the stuff that the other people does, like that the other person does, they they just like, oh, you're falling off. Like you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Like, and I'm like, right, right. I I I often get comments of. These are like the <laughs> comments. I don't understand how. It, I, I don't understand the logic in this one. It's like people say you act like you're white. Oh, okay. But like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, now, 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 now what I'm what saying. talking about. <laughs> now, not yeah, like you know, because uh, you know the the stuff that I like, you know the the things that I do, the way I dress, the way I act. It's like. It's not even really about. You can't act like another race. Like you feel me? Like you can't. You you just can't. Like you know. Like do something. I feel like, like everybody's that. a human being. And like exactly. at the end of the day, some people just act a certain way. Like it's not like you have to. You have to act like this to be this. You know what I mean? Like society has been so into saying oh black people act like this white people act like this is just super stereotypes and i feel like that needs to be cut off just because at the end of the day um all the stereotypical stuff doesn't just conform to one race right like like you don't hear like you don't hear me tell you like bro you act like you're black but you don't hear me say that because you don't you're just yourself and that's just who you are as a person I'm not going to judge you who you are as a person. It's just the fact of like, okay, if I don't judge you who you are as a person. What makes you think that you have every right to right. say this about me? Like what get like what gives you the validation <laughs> to say that oh, I need I don't act like I'm black. Like first of all, there's no such thing as acting like you're black. Like you're trying you're saying you want me to be the stereotype that society makes right. us out to be. And that's not even the case because there are thousands upon thousands of African-American males, females, and non-binaries that are just like me I agree. around the world that are just like me. And there, and there are many of them that like the right. same stuff that I do. Like, you got to think about it this way. Like, there are bands that have African-American males or females yeah. as, their lead, as, as their lead. Like, Fire from the Gods. Um, Very Union. Uh, volume. Oh, say, I know. You know what I mean? 
Right. Even freaking Ice-T, he has a band. I mean, I feel like... I feel like you should do... Like, at the end of the day, people should do what they want to do, not what people <clears throat> ask him to do. You know what I mean? Like, like what people tell them to do. At the end, like, it's your life. It's not their life. You do what you want to do. They, like... If they don't like it, they could be out of your life. It really doesn't matter what type of race you are, what you like, what you don't like. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, if you if you like a certain thing, just keep doing that certain thing. Like, nobody can tell you different. It's your life. Right. They're not living your life. Like they they can they can start living their own and hey. stop commenting on yours. And, and there and there's a song called Black or White. By Michael Jackson, that everyone it don't matter if you're black or white. (laughs) (laughs) But um, (laughs) but like you know, that that's just the the thing with society is that we are so very unorganized. Like you know, like I'm not. Like I have friends. I feel like I feel like not like, like I feel like we're divided in a way. We're always we've always been divided, especially now in the Trump era. We're even more divided than we used to be. So like, like that's that, that that's that's like that that's the crazy part right there is like we're so divided because you know we got like people protesting against the whole pandemic thing. I'm like. Oh, do you want us to die? Like, is that what you like? Is is that is that what you want? That's exactly like, what they want right now. Like, honestly, I feel like if you if you really want to do shit like against the pandemic so bad, why don't you just get the pandemic and fucking die? Like, literally, that's what you're trying to have everybody else do. So why don't you just do it yourself? Forget about the fucking like, forget about the the stuff that you're doing, like all the. All the protesting and all of that needs to go away. Honestly. Just because you want to do something doesn't mean that everybody else wants to. Especially when it comes to health and it comes to the the human race. Jason, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here, man. Uh, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm done you. talking. You can speak. Oh. Uh, but, like, you know, I would just love it if we are all, like, if we're all, like, one. I feel like it would be, yeah, I feel like it because would be so much does, easier if we were all it, united. It, it, because we need to realize that it doesn't <clears> matter <throat> what skin <throat> color you are, what what nationality you are, what religion you are, what what sex you are, like, you know, like, or who you like, like, you know what I mean? Because we're all people. Like, that's the thing that flies over people's heads. I'm like, so, I'm always like, oh, so you can get mad over, you, you protest the right over a pandemic because you say it goes against you. You protest against guns because you say it goes against you. But you're so quick to hop on a person 
who is in love with another man, a man in love with a man, or a woman in love with a woman, or a person wanting to become what they all, what they always, what they. I feel like at the end of the day, people are selfish. They always want what's best for them, and they don't care what anything else, like what everybody else has to endure, just because they want that. You know what I mean? So like, honestly, it's just a person's mindset. Everybody is selfish against like everybody's selfish in one topic. Even if you're ignorant against it, like everybody's just selfish about one thing. Even if it like or or many things. It doesn't matter. But like people are selfish and they don't care what everybody else has to like has to endure just because they want this and they want it now. You know what I mean? Right. It's just very stupid. And I feel like People need to change. They do. Oh yeah, just like Man in the Mirror. Yep. Yep. Take a look at yourself and make a change. But all right, right, that's all we have for today. I don't know, like, what my schedule is going to be like. Like, I'm not sure if I have like a set schedule when I want to like. Do this. I think I'm I want to do it on like my days I'm off. Down whenever. When I have. This is gonna be great. Everyone, be everyone, be safe. Wash your hands. Please stay and... inside. Do not. No, nah, I was what? just listening. Oh, uh, uh, please stay inside. Always take care of your loved ones. Call Definitely. your moms today. Tell them Happy Mother's Day, grandmas. Like happy birthday! First and foremost, happy, happy Mother's, Mother's Day to, Day to everybody. I'm so mad that we didn't do that in the beginning. We just we just been rambling. Yeah, I'm mad too. Oh my god, we really yeah. have. <laughs> we just been going. I why not wait till the end? But it's okay. Everybody, everybody that but, stuck around, happy Mother's Day. Even if you're a father, happy Mother's Day. Right. Yeah, fathers. If you are a single father with no mother, happy Mother's Day to you because you guys play both agree. jobs right now. Definitely agree. But now, this is the end of this episode of this podcast. This has been Mr. Yes Sir coming to your speakers real quick. And this is Jay Wallflower from She Is And we bid you adieu.